Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Rosecast. The number one Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male and racial best friend duo. AB, how's it going? How was Father's Day? You know what, Rim? It was really good. Yeah? Really good, yeah. What? You said that like I would be surprised. Uh, no, it was good. All right, S- Got good. to sleep in. Uh, kids got me donuts and coffee oh. to wake up in bed. Um, got to hang out with the family. It was good. It was yeah. good. Sleeping in was great. What's sleeping in for you? Eight. Slept that's, till eight, like a baby. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Well, what a good Father's Day. Yeah. All right. Good. Start this off on time. the good foot. Um, <laughs> AB, we got a situation here. All right. With this show that they're showing that you came up with the idea with. My idea. That they have since uh, ruined. I'll go so far as to say they ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> this was... Uh, if I were you, I would disavow yourself from this, what they're doing. Um, the first issue is that no one is watching this. The ratings are lower oh. for this than they were just slightly than listen to your heart lower they're lower than listen to your heart okay what does lower mean though is it still winning Fewer the time people. slot no no it lost to the titan games on nbc okay well see i flipped i flipped over to that and it looked pretty good so you can't really blame them for that that's the rock future president there was, uh, I think Joe Thomas was a competitor, Hall of Fame O-lineman for the Browns, recently retired. That's That's a good, good. That seems like a good show. That, that seems, seems like, like a, a good right show. Rally. Yeah. yeah. The second part, the second issue, I was kind of bored watching this. Well, it, here, it, here's the problem, Rim. Let me, tell me jump in here. We've already done this. We, season. We reviewed this season. So we've done, I don't know, 25 hours of content. I rewatched it. Podcast content, <laughs> including at that point, I mean, uh, when we were just starting out podcasting, I'd watch those things two or three times. So I've seen all the yeah. episodes. <laughs> you know, we're talking hundreds of hours of Ben content. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was bored as well. <laughs> the, uh, But I don't think it's just that. That's really factors into it. Number one, well, the, side note, we were having a big fantasy baseball kerfuffle, which distracted me for most of the episode. I got to be honest. There were segments that I didn't see the first time around because I was yelling at people. The other thing is, it was just all over the place. There, yeah. The best possible way to present this is to take the season and put it into a three-hour movie. A movie does not have Zoom stuff or Chris Bumpers or segments dedicated to bit, bit characters. Just give us the core storylines of the story. The story. Give us the story. We had What's so much Zoom last night. We had so much Zoom last night. Too much Zoom. And what do you think happens? The the hardcore fans are going to watch that because they're interested in what's going on with Olivia, Lace, yeah. whoever. But like general audience is like, I don't need to watch. I'm not going to watch Lace. I don't need to watch A Lace bit Zoom. character. <laughs> bit. <laughs> I'm not watching that. Yeah. I'm with you. It's only the hardcore fans that would enjoy this show. New people get no sense of what the season was like. Nothing. Nothing. It's unfortunate that they did and this. And they're, they're doing re- seasons that are too recent, in my opinion. Way yeah. too recent. I'm with you. They're going to JoJo next. We just got done with JoJo. I swear we just got done with that. They need to make some big 
changes. Hope you're listening. <laughs> get the editors back in the editing room. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the episode, though, because that's a gerb. Ben Hagen's season. I will say I did rewatch the season. That was a very good thing for last episode with Caitlin's because a lot of stuff was misrepresented and spin zoned. There's no, there's none of that here. This, they weren't hiding anything. There was nothing to hide. Ben's a wholesome guy. I was interested to get to this episode because we hold Ben on such a high pedestal. It was, Mm. I was looking to see, we've been doing this for years too. It's been Ben Higgins at the top, tippy top of our list of Bachelor people. Was his season actually that good or was it just me and Ram's first season? So it's got some nostalgia there. Yeah. Uh, you always like your first, you know, yeah, the first, first love. Yeah, your first love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was our first love. Was. Ben Higgins. So, do was he really that good of a bachelor? Is the question that I had coming into this episode. And what's the answer? What'd you think? Yeah, he okay. he was. I think he was the most. Him and Sean have been the most genuine bachelors that we've since I've started watching at least. I am with you for perspective. This was the first season that I watched ever. And I went into it with the attitude that this is a, this is ridiculous and a joke and I'm going to hate this show. And by the end of it, I liked it. And Mm -hmm. that a lot of that has to do with Ben and some of the women on his season. So there's, he has a special place in my heart for that reason. But looking back on it, the only thing I will say that was a little different than what I remember is he was a very much a politician which, as we know now, might have, was his original goal. He gave everyone a shot. He was fair to everyone, but he was like constantly saying kind of what everyone wanted to hear instead of maybe his true feelings. That's that's a minor grievance, I'll say. I forgot that politician stuff. Whatever happened with that? I think he couldn't he- run because he was still under contract with ABC. So he had to oh, just okay. give up his dreams of being a politician. I wonder how long these contracts last. I don't know. He might be a lifer. I think he's a lifer <laughs> at this point. Um, anyway, let's go to night one. Let, let me jog your memories. Some of the names from this season. Amanda Stanton. Big names. Jubilee Sharp. Whoa. Lauren B. Kayla. Olivia. The Twins. These are big names. Jojo. Fletcher. Wow. Future Bachelorette. And Jennifer Saviano, who didn't get basically any screen time, but has become kind of a name in the nation. Yeah. She on has. social media. The first thing I want to do is look back at what we thought of those contestants at the time. It's been four years. I think, in my case at least, might have been a little hard. I remember not liking Lauren B. that much. I thought she had less juice than JoJo. We're going to have to check the tapes, Rim. Do you think me and you are bigger JoJo fans? Oh, I'm not. Lo- che- oh, oh time I'm not checking the tapes. I'm not listening to old episodes. I'm, I'm not, not going to do it. Okay. But maybe nope. someone will do it for us. They're not on this feed, so who knows? <laughs> but what were you going to say? Go ahead. I remember it the opposite way. I remember us being Lauren fans more than really? JoJo fans. Who but knows? But it also might have just been maybe we thought Lauren was going to win. Maybe I'm thinking that we just knew Lauren was going to win. I remember the opposite. Were we excited when JoJo was Bachelorette? I think so. Okay. I don't I think. I, okay, this is just two old guys. <laughs> this is old guys this who don't remember. Like the, this is like the presidential <laughs> debates are going to be just two old guys <laughs> misremembering stuff. No idea. Let's move on. We have this no idea what record. we're talking about. This is on the record, and we still don't remember it. Um, <laughs> the twins, not nearly as annoying as I remember. I quite enjoyed the twins when I've I rewatched the season. I always enjoyed the twins. I That's watched true. them. People forget Lauren and Ben had a show, and then the twins had a show. A That's break true. Up, they had a whole standalone, <laughs> standalone show that I watched, okay? And it was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good reality television, Okay. I I don't remember that. You watching the twins show is unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Kayla, next segment. So we're glad to see them again. The next segment after night one was the Kayla segment with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Uh, Just wanted to note that that was fun because this was the entire segment. That was it. Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Didn't remember this. How did you not remember this? You remember because you thought uh, Kevin Hart was actually naked in the hot tub when he popped out, and he obviously was not. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was for the movie Ride Along. It was a good segment. Great, 
cross promo. Yeah, that's the a good ride promo. along date with these two. They're it's tagging funny. along on the date. It's that's funny. great. Great cross promo. Uh, Jubilee. What do you remember about Jubilee? I remember liking Jubilee, but then did something happen in Paradise with her where we did not like her anymore? Ooh, I don't remember. She. I'll say this about Jubilee. She had a tough time adapting to this situation, and I don't think the other cast members were very helpful in that regard. She was kind of an outsider, didn't get along with everybody else. For one episode, she was basically the villain because she wasn't grateful enough to be going on a, a date with Ben. Oh, I a lot that, of jealousy yeah. there. Um, but yeah, the Jubilee segment was interesting. They didn't really resolve it. She ended up leaving on a group. Ben sent her home like on the nighttime portion of her group date, not even a rose ceremony. Isn't this part of why people are demanding Rachel Lindsay and people and us are demanding more people of color on this show is so the people of color that are the token people of color aren't so, you know, on their own. Yeah. In a sense, there's nobody that looks like them there. It's just un- it's an uncomfortable feeling. They don't think a lot of people understand how uncomfortable it is when you walk in a room and you're the only one of that race. Like, it's understandable why she was on edge that entire season. There's no one else or there's a couple. Yeah. Um, on top of that, she was in the military originally mm-hmm. from Haiti, you know, was in an orphanage when she was six years old. Just a totally different yeah. background and and, you know experience in adult social situations there was one moment i think it was lauren h and this wasn't on last night but on the show where she said questioning whether or not jubilee would be a match for ben she said something along the lines of like ben wants someone who's gonna get along with all the other soccer moms (laughs) (laughs) which is like read into that what you will but it was just kind of like total outsider status for jubilee um unfortunately instagram is um private came and check up on her hope she's doing well lace segments people forget ab ben didn't kiss anybody on night one except for lace who did it when his eyes were closed what did you make of this segment and what do you remember about lace i remember actually being okay with lace they she i i almost took her as she was kidding about most of this stuff. I didn't like they played her off as the stalker and yeah. um, that type of vibe. I think she was mostly having fun with the whole situation. That's how I took it as at least. There were uh, most of her interactions with Ben were apologizing for their previous interaction. <laughs> <laughs> that was most of the time she talked to Ben. She had to say, I'm sorry for last night. Basically they did have a zoom call with lace from Denver which, you know, fine, she's doing well, proud of who she's become, etc. This was the first of several, hey, let's check in on these people who we kind of traumatized by setting them up for embarrassment and exposure to the world and see if they survive the transition in the real world <laughs> Zoom calls. <laughs> let's see if the F five years later, if their life has at least turned to some, <laughs> yeah. in some way back to normal. Did your did everything spiral out of control when we made you look like a lunatic on television? <laughs> yeah. Yo, is that okay? Anything else on Lace AB? Uh, no. You want to talk about Olivia for a while? Not really, but sure. Well, she was the featured player on this episode of The Bachelor Goat. Uh, yeah, I agree. She got the first impression, Rose. Confidence just through the roof, wasn't threatened at all by anyone else. Big time interrupter, big time interrupter, Can, big time stealer. Huge stealer, Rim. What do you remember about the great two-on-one date they showed on that deserted island in the Bahamas during the a storm? One of the best moments in Bachelor history after Ben has sent Olivia home because he does not share feelings, the same feelings. Was it? Who was it with? Who was Emily. the other person? Emily. Oh, one of the twins? Yes. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking, but I couldn't remember because the twins also went on a two-on-one yeah. themselves, right? Yes. That's what, threw, hey. the, that's what threw me off. I couldn't remember who was with Olivia because I know Emily and Haley had a two-on-one. Emily and Haley had a two-on-one at their home in Las Vegas and then <laughs> yeah. and left one of them there. Yeah. And broke I up with her that. in front of their mom. It was I, weird. <laughs> 
weird. But anyway, go on about this amazing yeah, so date. Olivia and Emily go on a two-on-one. Olivia tells him that she loves him. Ben does not have the same feelings for her. Um, nope. The whole house had turned on her at that point, and I assume had talked behind her back to Ben. Was there some of that going Ooh, on? I believe so. A little bit of like, you know, she's the, not acting the same way in front yeah, of you as she is yes. with us. That type of yeah. stuff. There was uh, allusions to that. I don't know if she was named by by name, but yes. Okay. Well, anyways, Ben lets her lets her down. Lets her know that he does not share the same feelings, and she's going to be going home. Him and Emily hop on a boat, take off. Speedboat. Speed off. Speed off into the sunset. And then Olivia's left there, not a person for miles. There's like mist all over the place. The waves are crashing into the rock spire. It's a scary (laughs) situation. It's it's raining. She's there. There's nobody for so many miles. She's stranded. They're catching her on a camera from like a helicopter. They're, that's where the camera is that's videotaping her. It was beautiful. One of the funniest. And iconic scenes. Many people mentioned, we posted this clip. Many people mentioned a couple others. Allie, whose season I have not seen, left Casey alone on a glacier. And the time Chris got in a helicopter and deserted both Ashley and Kelsey in the Badlands. Those sound like very similar situations that I need to see. Mm-hmm. But this, for me, is the all-time memorable two-on-one. Anything else on the Olivia? She didn't make it as far as you would think. I think she finished, you know, eighth or ninth. Yeah, she's one She's one that I didn't like in the moment. But I've kind of followed her on social media and stuff. And mm-hmm. she seems, I was, I'm under the opinion she got a terrible edit. I, I think mean, that's... some of the like the the clips of her like laughing and stuff like that, and the the gifable, yeah, stuff that made her look bad. Uh, it all played into this character they wanted to build up, and I don't think that's really it's her. And like I think she alluded to handle. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they lingered on her faces yeah, during the like faces the interviews. She'd make. They would yep. just like let it sit for a while, yeah. and then she looks like, "What is this person doing?" But yeah. if they had cut it. A second prior. Very fine. Totally different situation. <laughs> uh, that leads us into, listen, a good segment, a fine segment, a net positive segment, but strange and frankly kind of, I thought, out of place. A 10 minute, in the heart of this episode, Chris talked to Olivia for 10, maybe 12 minutes over Zoom. And this we, is not. This and I is like not Olivia. I, I didn't need to yeah. see all this. It was way too long. It was so long. I have more notes on this segment than anything else. <laughs> and it's an it's a Zoom with Olivia. It's just this is just not what I envisioned when AB came up with this brilliant idea to do the three hour recap no. shows. It's just. I mean, what do you again? What do you think casual viewers are doing during They're the segment? Turning They're turning it off. the they channel. Have no They're idea turning... who she is. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was, be... it, it was interesting. The just to dig into what she talked, what she was brought on for a little bit more. It's she's kind of like the dark side of reality TV and yes. this in Bachelor in general, and what it can do to your life. Like it can ruin your life. I feel like her life was ruined for like a year. Yeah, like she's out of that now. She has a popular podcast. She's you know starting to come back into the Bachelor family or whatever. But I'm pretty sh- I'm guaranteeing she was very embarrassed about how she was shown on television and had to stay in like hiding because everyone would recognize her as the crazy girl on The Bachelor. I've never listened to her podcast, but it's a very interesting concept to interview the people whose reputations take hits from this crazy reality TV world. Now, at this point, anyone who goes on, I think, should probably be a understanding of what they're more understanding of what they're getting into than maybe the old days but yeah. it's interesting i mean she, ha, she i looked down the list of like guests she has it's like oh yeah these are people who probably would like to say their piece a little bit um first side note i think these zoom calls i think chris is reenacting the conversations from his desk i don't think they're taking place you know i think the video i'll put it this way i think they did a zoom call those aren't the Zoom calls. I agree. Okay. You know what I'm saying by that? They're, Chris is not talking to her in that moment. No. With, no. No. 
because the timing is off. A lot of times they'll start answering a question before he's done. Fini- he's finished saying it. Um, there's no camera visible. He's not looking at them. And the video is like superimposed on the TV. So Chris is pretending to talk to them when they're just stay woke on that. Anyway, back to the call. Uh, Olivia says she couldn't watch the second episode of the season. She watched the first, couldn't watch the second. Wow. She said, quote, seeing what some of the other women on the show were saying, I'm sure some of it was deserved, but some of it was ruthless. It was just making fun of me for some of my physical attributes I can't change. Presumably her, the gifts of her mouth, her yeah. wide open mouth. Mm-hmm. Chris says, sounds like you went to a pretty dark place. Again, <laughs> sounds like the, we uh, kind of ruined your life. Yeah, sounds wow, crazy. You can't believe it. <laughs> it was just like, dude, you had a part in this. You this is had not- a big part in this. You're the you're the the head. You're the face of the franchise. It's just crazy. Okay, I mean, Chris, this is half your fault. I'd give you one half of the of the fault for anything other, any of these people face. The other thing is, if if she was on the show right now, do you think they would like do, if? If they It'd could be do the it over again, same. do you think they would do it over? Do It'd it differently? Be the exact of course same. They haven't changed it at all in that sense. They're going to yeah. bully the person they want to bully and turn into, yeah, and, and, and you know, twist the story. However, which hey, I'm not even bla- necessarily blaming them. But when you bring them on and you act like you feel bad for them for something you <laughs> did and you would do again, I just yeah. can't buy that. Um, <laughs> like we listen. This is reality TV. It's reality TV has been on for so long. If you're signing up for reality TV, you have to understand you might be shown in a horrible light and there's nothing you can do about it. That's just something if I went on a reality TV show, I couldn't come out of it angry about how I was shown because that's just how it is on reality TV. And that's something you're signing up for. You know, I have no doubt that Olivia went through all this and I understand her being upset with some of the other people on the show and obviously random people on the internet. I'm sure we weren't super kind to her. Luckily, no one listened to us then. The show obviously deserves a lot of blame too. For example, if I forget the names, but someone would say something mean about Olivia to the camera. That wasn't unprompted. Who do you think asked them about Asked them a question about (laughs) Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember being Olivia being that controversial. Since then, we have had way more. I agree. Evil people on the show. Yeah, Lincoln, Lee, etc. Mm-hmm. All right, absolutely. Kayla breakup segment. Context: She surprised she surprised Ben on an off day after he told JoJo and Lauren that he loved them independently. What do you make of this segment? I remember being a big Kayla guy. Do you remember Huge. the same thing? Yes. Okay. Did she go yeah. in paradise? Yes. She was in the running to be, she was the runner up to be the next bachelorette with JoJo. JoJo. Okay. Yeah. I remember that might be why I remember not liking JoJo as much is because I wanted Kayla to be the bachelor bachelorette. Um, I was a big fan of her. That's all I remember. It's good to see her doing well. She's engaged, has brought her husband out, which is always weird when Chris, welcome to the bachelor family. It's like, you're not in the family. First of all, he's not in the family. <laughs> There's too many people in this family as it is. We don't need out. We don't need in-laws in the bachelor family. Random in-law here. <laughs> the, the guy's not in the family. Um, her fiance, aka beefy grocer Joe. Did you notice <laughs> that he was just like a swole grocer Joe? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good to see Kayla, you know, again, just another segment that I didn't think was not necessary. Necessary. It was only yeah. maybe four minutes, but still. Um, then speaking of completely unnecessary segments, we get an update on Dean and Kaylin. Two people <laughs> have nothing to do with this. <laughs> nothing to do. What did you make of this? It was Their secret marriage quote. Are they married? I'm still confused. If they're legally married or not. It's a yes or no question, Dean. And yeah, Chris asked him, are you two married? And he did not provide an, a- an answer. I get the feeling Dean, like, doesn't file tax returns or something to where, like, he's <laughs> yeah. not an official or something that he can't say. <laughs> I don't know what's married? going yes on. Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. Legally, are you married? Could you put each other on each other's uh, tax no. forms as married? Can you file them jointly? What's the I situation? Know. I don't know. He gave the longest, most meandering. <laughs> All I wanted was a yes or no. Once you were on, which I didn't want you on to begin with, but once you were on, I needed to know if you are married or not. And I didn't come away with an answer. 
uh, Kalen said Dean didn't want to quote get the government involved in their relationship. <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> right. I like where Dean's at. I, I, I actually like this vibe Dean's like, given off. Dean, Dean has been Dean's what a, van vibe. It's an he's an enigma. really works. It yeah. really works. He's mysterious. Get... You want to talk about mysterious room? It's Dean in the van. Not wanting to get the government involved is the funniest <laughs> thing I can think of. Let's take a quick break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Time for Lauren B. Lauren B and JoJo. First time we're seeing them on the show, almost, you know, probably two hours into it. After a lot of um, unrelated news. The two stars of the show. Yeah. She told, Lauren B told Ben she loved him on their overnight date. Ben reciprocates, okay, which seemed genuine and took her by surprise. I think it should have been obvious then. Now, I operate, I watched this operating under the assumption that we thought JoJo was going to win. No, we didn't. I swear to God. I no, Rem, I, this I, I is remember where being excited. You're 100% wrong. I'm positive about this fact, Rim. Okay. Here's here's what I remember us talking about in the moment. I, remember, I know what you're going to say, and I remember it also. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> when he told Lauren he loved her, she was the first one. Yep. Also, this is how I know what you just said was wrong. She was the first one that told him, I love you, and he said it back. We said the producers then forced him because let me explain a couple things here Rem, about the situation. Let me break this down. Number one, for who? Ben saying everyone. No, just everyone. <laughs> you included. Ben, oh, yeah. Ben telling sudden. Lauren, I love you to begin with broke all the rules of The Bachelor and was something we hadn't seen before. So him saying that, I remember telling you how how big of a deal this is. <laughs> Later, when he says it to JoJo, I remember both of us agreeing that the producers made him say it to JoJo, so we so the finale wasn't ruined because he'd already said "I love you" to Lauren. Absolutely, that's what happened. We thought Lauren was going to win. We thought he loved her, didn't love JoJo. Producers made him say it to JoJo, so the finale wasn't ruined. I I, I remember. I remember that. I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> it made perfect sense at the time because we even saw. The look on the look, the look on not JoJo's face, but his face no, his when he face told when, JoJo, I love you was like gun was, to his head. It was huge difference because when he said it to Lauren, it just popped out like he couldn't help himself. That was Ben, the cute Ben m- moment where he couldn't <laughs> couldn't possibly hold it in that he loved Lauren. But then when it was JoJo, it was a def- different vibe there. She was going on and on. We're we're just skipping ahead now. Jojo, they're on the they're on the waterfall, and she's going on and on. She's like, "I do love you," you know. She's trying to like talk herself into the loving yeah. Ben, and he he goes, "Jojo, I love you too." And she's like, "What?" Alt- great reaction great from reaction. Jojo. She goes, she like hides her face. She goes, "Can you? Are you allowed to say that <laughs> type of thing?" And he goes, "Yeah, I do." It was just like yeah. I don't. 
It I didn't seem there. real. Yeah. Um, but that feeling honeymoon didn't last long, A.B., because on their last night together, Ben admits to JoJo that he's also in love with Lauren. Now, he did not admit to Lauren that he's also in love with JoJo. Do you see what I'm... You know what I mean? Does, am I right so far? He didn't tell Lauren that he loved JoJo. Yeah. Because he didn't love JoJo. Well, that's our opinion. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's our opinion. Do you think he didn't? I mean, he's very he adamant that he did. No. He's very adamant, even now in interviews. No. It's hard to believe. Maybe he did. Here's here's what made me finally think, because all this time I thought that he did not love JoJo. He said it because the producers forced him. JoJo, when she came on and talked to Chris, talked about how sure she was that they were getting engaged that day. And she said something about how Ben told her that she was his best friend. That made me think maybe he did have well, maybe. those feelings maybe. for JoJo. I think all we know is they weren't going to let him not say it to her. Also, no, no, they he once he said it to one, you had have to say it to two. Too many dollars on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on that? Or you want to go to the proposal? Uh, just it was good to see Lauren. You forget how sweet, how much of a sweetheart she was, and JoJo. People forget we liked Lauren. Ben and Lauren were adorable together, and it's unfortunate that oh. in their divorce, us we had to side with Ben. And we couldn't keep up with Lauren anymore. It's we're no Why longer. We with we're, I'm not on either of their sides. <laughs> it's like a divorced kids, uh, divorced families, kids. They che- who's your favorite? Is that how it works? That's how it Neither. works, Rim. <laughs> we <laughs> okay. chose our favorite. Do you know as much about Lauren as you do with Ben? Because I watched Lauren and Ben TV show. I was big fans yeah. of both of theirs. Now I couldn't tell you anything about her. I think she might be engaged or married. She's married to the country star Chris Lane because they were on Listen to Your Heart. That's right. You're listening to your yeah, heart. You're right. That's why I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, let's talk about the proposal. Here's where all my notes just f- collapse like a house of cards. You already flipped it on me. <laughs> I remember being surprised that JoJo, someone could go back and listen to the episodes and find out us saying the opposite of what I'm saying right now. I remember being surprised that JoJo walked out first and he didn't propose. I think Ben was more upset than she was, frankly, when he had to reveal that he wasn't he was in love with Lauren more, I guess. Well, I think Jojo, when he told her he loved her in the moment when she's like, can you say that? I think she thought, "Okay, I got this wrapped up. He just told me I love you. But then when he told her, I also said that to Lauren, that put her back on her heels, put the guards up a little bit. So I don't think it shocked her as much. As it would have if he hadn't have told her that. Yes. I think by telling her that, she started to, you know, think it's possible that he's not going to choose me here. Expect the worst. Hope for the best. Expect the worst. Yeah. What'd you make of the JoJo Zoom? A lot of big news broken there. Not really. No. That, She's do you, just doing well. What do you mean? There's no, <laughs> there's there's doing no well. news. There's They're no news. They're all doing well. They're all doing well. <laughs> I was surprised Jordan wasn't on there, I suppose. That's about. Yeah. I, but I'm guessing he'll be on next week. Yeah, they. I think they wanted to keep her time short. Uh, she said that Jordan didn't watch hit her season at all. I don't buy that when people say that. I, I, I really rarely, don't. Yeah, I find that extremely hard to believe. Because if you if you go on a TV show, you're gonna watch it. Here's the problem. I feel like way too many people say that. It's kind of the thing that everyone says to be cool now. Like seventy five percent of people always say. Yeah, I haven't I watched watch an it. episode of this show. You didn't watch an episode of the show that you put your heart and soul into just to see how your edit is. Like it's <laughs> a life changing. They don't want to seem vain by saying you watch it. You could come up. Someone could say, "Oh, you're so vain." Well, it's like they went on the show on the first. They went on the TV show in the <laughs> yeah. first place. There's a little bit of ego there. I just I'm don't sure. buy it. Never have. Never will. Yeah. Anyway, Ben proposes to Lauren. Beautiful moment. I'm glad they showed it. I expected them not to. After Caitlin's season last week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I wish they still were together. They're yeah. a likable couple. It would be nice if the Bachelor had another thing to hang their hat on. You did not watch the Ben Zoom because I told you not to. Uh, we were running out of time. You go, do I need to watch Ben Zoom? I said, no, you don't. Um, 
here's the summary. He said it was hard for him and Lauren a- after their show and the love kind of faded. They did that reality show and then he introduced his fiance. That was really it. Any other notes on this episode before I give you my rewatch season notes? I'm just interested to see, to hear from you after watching it on where you rank this season still. It stinks because, you know, if you want to put the season in a vacuum, I thought it was a great season. Ben and Lauren not being together takes the shine off of it a little bit for me. I think it's probably, it just takes me back to the old days of when we watched when the show was more kind of wholesome and about the love than about the drama, the fake nonsense going on. So I think it's probably, I think it's really old. It's like a different time this season and Sean's season. I put it probably right behind Sean's in terms of bachelor only. Okay. It's fun. I like Ben. I like Ben. He's he's good. Good bachelor. I like Ben. Agreed. Here are my notes from the season. Here were their um, destinations. Las Vegas, Mexico City, which was very cool. The Bahamas and Jamaica. They went somewhere in America too, right? Did they go to Boston? No, they they did the hometown. Chicago. They went to Chicago from Warsaw, Indiana, for JoJo's date when they went to his hometown before the actual hometowns. Okay, gotcha. But there was the the reason I asked that they had that awesome yeah. baseball date. Was that at Wrigley? Oh, was that was that not a great date? Yes, it was at Wrigley. They got straight out of Rookie of the Year with um, yeah. Who was it? what happened in Rookie of the Year where his agent was putting the moves on the kid's mom, Henry Rowan Gardner. Was that his agent who was doing that? Or was that somebody in the front office or something? Or maybe his stepdad was the agent and he was kind of a scuzz. So they had to break it off. And then she fell in love with, I think somebody from the front office or something. I've got to rewatch that anyway. (laughs) Yes. That was a great day. Riven AV's memories are failing them today. I know, it's not good. <laughs> what, am I supposed to remember all the details from Rookie of the Year? Come on. <laughs> I've watched that show in 20 years. We don't remember a thing about our past episodes of the Rosecast. We don't remember Listen, anything about Ben's season. We don't remember anything about Rookie of the Year. We have done over 300 episodes that true? of podcast. Yes. Wow. That's a lot of time and a lot of takes. Holy cow. Right. Yeah. You it's can't when while. you're firing off <laughs> hot you takes. <laughs> you can't remember them Listen, all. I can't. There's just no way. Uh, great group dates on this season. There was a school date with quizzes and games and such. Um, at one point, they had to identify where Indiana was. JoJo and Becca Tilly. Becca was on this season. Becca Tilly, also a big name. They didn't show her at all last night. A soccer date with Alex Morgan and Kelly O'Hara from Team USA. That was a great date. That's awesome. Emily the twin was unreal in the gold. Oh, it was um they had that date at the LA Coliseum. Side of the Olympics. Amazing date. Also in Mexico City, they went and learned Spanish, then shopped for ingredients, and then had like a top chef competition cooking for that these awesome. big deal chefs is awesome. Um, not so great. There was a group date where three people where Amanda got the rose, which meant she continued on to the nighttime portion, which, talk about cross-promo, took place at McDonald's. The mm-hmm. nighttime portion of a date was at McDonald's. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. They worked behind the counter for a while. They were handing out stuff to people at the drive through and then they ate dinner at the McDonald's. All-time funny brand crossover. <laughs> okay. The most adorable date of the season, A.B., Ben and Lauren at the youth center where he used to work. Ben, great with kids. One of the kids was drilling half-court shots. He made like four half- <laughs> he was just launching half-court shots. Also, Paul George and George Hill showed up along with our guy, Frank Vogel. That is At the guy. finale, they teased Ben getting married live on After the Final Rose. Both families were there. His pastor from Indiana was there. Neil Lane was there. And then what happened? Just, ben was like, no. <laughs> at the end, not Chris was like, you want to get married here? And he was like, I mean, no, that's not a chance. <laughs> Lastly, they went to, I mentioned this, they went to Ben's hometown before the contestant hometowns. Which leads me to a proposal I have. I want you to listen up, AB. I'm listening. I think a more effective and a more entertaining way to do this franchise is to invert the final third of the season. You have the Leeds hometown with four people left. 
the final four, meet the Leeds family. The family weighs in. There's not that much pressure because there's four left. Then you have three overnight dates, okay, which there are right now. But you have three, but it gets it's prior to contestant hometown, so it's getting serious before then. No, let me stop you right there, Rem. Nope. You need four. The more hometowns you get, the better. Hometowns is the content that we most enjoy. You don't want to have less families. That means less chance of a sh- of you know worse people there. You know the you less uncles and less uh, sisters there that are going to make it hard on the lead. It's so unrealistic, though. Colton asked for four blessings. Yes, I that's agree. That's ridiculous. They shouldn't ask for the blessings. But that's the only time they're going to see them. You had me until you you cut down the hometown day. You, <laughs> you had me it. until there. You can't cut those down. If anything, I want it to be six hometowns. <laughs> okay, six. <laughs> listen, listen, this is a good idea. I thought you would be all on board with no. this. Here's the last Two hometowns? Here's no. No. Cherry on top. No. Spend more time with the hometowns. More time. They're too short. More time. That's no. how you do it. No, the less time, the better. That <laughs> still gets better stuff out of them. They need to fit in the, all their questions and their criticisms in a shorter amount of time. Can't cut, can't cut a second of that. This is a great idea. This is a great idea by me. Lastly, this just needs to happen. Period. This is kind of separate. The proposal and the breakup have to occur on separate days. They have to for the mental health of the lead. They need to occur on separate days. They're occurring one right after another. The lead is never in the right like shape to ask someone to marry them, um, or in the case of the the bachelorette, the contestants. You know what I mean? Like multiple guys. Are, it's yeah, just, they're breaking up with their second most serious relationship they've ever had. Usually, yes. And ben then was a mess when he had to ask Lauren to marry him. He was a mess. Of course, he split was. Split him up. Split him up. Let them sleep on it. Let them con- wake up on the day they're going to ask someone to marry them. Yeah, make it totally just, focused on that. Yeah. I hear you. Put the full energy into the moment. Rather, they're they're so distracted. Anything else, AB? Great ideas. Yeah, me. every all of them except the hometowns. I'm on board. Well, with. that's the whole the, the, <laughs> the other the domino the other dominoes have to be set up. That's the whole point. Of the I think thing. you could still move it and maybe do. Maybe you just don't have a rose ceremony, so they all meet Ben's parents. Then they do a hometown. You get the. <sighs> <laughs> you gotta know. You gotta cut it down. You can't cut down from four hometowns. That can't be done. The overnight dates need to be before the hometowns because no. See, the, the leads are asking for blessings before leave it they alone, spend a night together. Leave all the, they they haven't figured out is what I've just realized. <laughs> oh, yeah, they okay. got it figured out. You can't <laughs> right. do any of the stuff you're asking. I think this is brilliant. <laughs> I do. Anyway. Well, they only listen to you anyway, so if you put this kibosh on it, it's simply not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's over, AP. I feel like That's I just got shut down want. by my boss. <laughs> all right. Let's quickly go to the mailbag, which was all over the place this week because we didn't really ask that many questions. 773-234-7794. One question was, what did you think of Ben's recap episode? One question was, what did you think of the Matt James announcement? And then we had a couple that were kind of unrelated. So Jen from DC, I'm happy there will be a Black Bachelor. I'm not feeling the timing at all because it all because all it underscores is that they could have chosen to do this at any time in the last 19 years since they literally did this in one day. They were sued. It's been a running joke for years. And they had Lee and Garrett on. They passed over Mike, who had universal requests. Thanks, Jen. 301 area code. I'm texting to respectfully disagree with Rim. Ooh. I'm watching Caitlin's season for the first time, and despite knowing the top four the winner, and drama with Nick. I'm still very interested in this season. AB should definitely check it out. Hmm. I've had some time to think about that. That's a good season. <laughs> I just was okay. just okay. totally just drained, I think. It's a good se- It's good. Okay. We'll see. Thank you. I might watch it. <laughs> You're not going to watch HBO Max, AB. Andrew from Kentucky. I loved Ben's season recap. The whole cast was great this season. That's true. Not only was Ben good, but his cast was good. Um, I actually liked the interviews, the video interviews, taking as much space as the actual recap. So the opposite of what you and I think, I, I believe. Thank you, Andrew. 
630 area code. I don't think I'm as anti-interview as you. I'm Probably not. I'm okay with the time spent. I just wish the show in general somehow got the story, like you said, the story of what happened during the season better. And maybe maybe they need to cut some of the interviews for that. But if they can get it across, they just need to, something needs to be different about, because I yeah. still, you don't get a real grasp or any sort of uh, where stuff is ha- occurring. Yes. There's no timeline. It's all broken up. It's like the Jordan doc. Some people were complaining about the Jordan doc because it kept hopping yeah. back and forth. That's what they do in this. You go from one storyline, then you hop back and start someone else's storyline from the start. It's all over the place. To not introduce Lauren B and JoJo until an hour and 50 minutes into the three-hour episode is just... Absurd. It puts the rest of... It makes the previous two hours seem like you're wasting our time almost because yeah. those that was the story. Anyway... Uh, 630 area code. Has there been a more stunning proposal site for the Bachelor Bachelorette? They arrived in a helicopter, walked through a tropical garden, and stayed by a rushing river? Wow. Poor Hannah B's proposal was in a junkyard of broken clay pots from a dude carrying a guitar he never used. That's a good point. Not all proposal sites are equal. This one was gorgeous. Of course, the river was formed partially by Ben's tears after breaking up with JoJo and then having to propose. This is a whole situation. Thank you, 630. This is Ellie from Atlanta. She's got multiple thoughts on this. Olivia was pretty bratty and tone deaf during her time on the show, but got way more hate and vitriol than people like Garrett. She's owned up to her mistakes, and it's amazing that this show finally gave her the redemption arc she deserved. Not show-related, but on social media, 2020 Ben Higgins is the best. He's been so, quote, politician in prior years, and it's great to see him now take a better stand on important issues. P.S. My dad is from Des Moines, and his family was all based in Osceola. We used to visit when I was a kid, and there was a river you could drive your car through. What are you talking about? Not over, through. I've Googled it a bunch of times, and I can't figure out where this place was. Do either of you know? A.B., does that just sound like the most... That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. There's no way that's real. Remember when Mike Scott drove his, his car into the, <laughs> yeah. the lake? Yeah. Because the, the GPS put GPS him right into the lake. Him. You yeah. can't drive across the river. Sorry. No, there's the, no... This place doesn't exist. You're you're no. imagining some sort no. of... Some no, sort the of memory. Flood. She drove through in the 93 flood. And <laughs> some that was... memory in your head from your childhood is sticking out. It was a good memory, but I don't think that ever happened. How deep would I, the it would, what river is that deep where you could drive through it? It'd have to be inches know. of water, right? Inches. Yeah. <laughs> That's There's not, no, you know, I always got some weird small quirks like big that. Big frying pan? Is that the thing? The big frying pan, etc. <laughs> There's no, I can't imagine there's this river that you drive through. I just can't imagine that. That's, but if you find uh, out, let me know. I'm you got to tell get us. There. <laughs> you got it. That would be a hilarious thing. I would love to drive through that. If it's real, I feel like it's an Instagram destination. That's a hilarious yeah. thing to we're going to drive through. There's just no way. There's just no way. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't believe it. Thank you, Ellie, <laughs> for your text. Um, lastly, AB, several people are in on book club. A lot of people are itching for this book club. You don't have to I tell me twice. <laughs> I don't know what to do, though, because do we really want to sell a bunch of books for Chris Harrison? We're already giving the show production ideas that they make millions of dollars off of. I don't know what. Is there a way really, we can find it for free somewhere? I also don't want to be illegal about it. I originally no, I thought you, we could just libraries. Can you? Can we, There's no way that <laughs> the perfect letter Chris, by Chris Harrison is in public libraries. I don't know. Maybe. Originally, I thought we could just do a reading of it. I think that would be hilarious if I just read it to you and you reacted to it. We <laughs> you, should be, you should do the audio book. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. That's illegal. That's obviously super illegal. No, he would I, be I on think, board. I think he would. I think he'd greenlight it. Frankly. I think he already. I think the audio book already exists oh, from him. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe that's what we do. Is listen to the audio book. I don't know if that'll be better or worse. No, I want to sit down. You know, by a fire, yeah. curled up under a blanket, and read. I want to read it. Chris, but if he's if it's it's an audiobook from Chris Harrison, you might be able to sell me on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think about what to do with that. Um, I just don't like the idea 
of putting money in. dollars in Chris Harrison's pocket. Especially with like how it. he's been acting in these. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're becoming less and less Chris Harrison guys. We still are it's Chris a, Harrison guy. It's eroding a little bit. The yeah. reputation's the eroding. The way he's acting on these. <laughs> he's asking terrible questions. Gotcha yeah. questions. He, yeah, not a good look. I didn't think we'd go this long, but I do have one last thing I want to tell you about specifically, AB, because I, I wrote all this out thinking we'd go do a 20-minute episode. Last week, we mentioned how great the real world used to be and how it's sad it's not that anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a suitable filler is airing right now on MTV. Double Shot at Love 2 no, let me, is no, incredible. No, have you no. been watching? No, Rim. I couldn't even get through Double Shot at Love 1. Have you, so you haven't seen Double Shot at Love 2? No, I've seen Double Shot at Love 1, like half the episodes, and I it's couldn't continue. It's totally different. There's no competition. There's no dates. It's just the re- it's just Jersey Shore with these people. It's it's not a competition for their what do you love. Mean? What do you mean? What it's do just I mean? the it's, four of them, though? It's Vinny and Pauly. And they're two people they chose that they are no longer with, right? They were never with them. At the after <laughs> at the post episode, the postseason episode, they were like, You haven't texted me since the show. Like they were they were never with the people they actually Pauly D didn't choose anybody. He said he was riding solo. He's like, I'm riding solo. <laughs> he didn't choose anybody. It was incredible. It was incredible. So who's so they on all the hate show? Him. Who's on the show? Vinny and Polly D. It, it's in Las <laughs> Vegas. Both of AB, this show is great. <laughs> They're in Las Vegas. They have residencies. Obviously, Polly D is a megastar DJ. Vinny is like a Chippendales <laughs> dancer. He's like a male stripper okay. uh, like on his own show. I'm not So they have residencies. Then I think like six or there eight. There isn't of a the Vinny con- residency. Let me just clear that up. Yes, that there is. A- yes, there is. You said it's I'm a Chippendales. He's on Chippendales. It's not Chippendales. It's, it's not a Chippendales. Vinny exclusive? Like, he's it's the like, build it's guy? It's like Vinny is the star of the show. Holy People shit. buy tickets to see Vinny. Yes. <laughs> That's I'm dead crazy. Serious. That's he's, crazy. He's got, like, billboards and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just saying he was a Chippendale no. dancer and he was a no. part of it and then calling it no. up. No. He's, he's like got his, his own, own Chippendales entity. brand. And yeah, it has a like, residency. Go see Vinny. Yes. Yes, Vinny. So they're big dogs. I think maybe six or eight of the people from their show are living with them in this suite. Okay. From the they're ex- double shot at love yes, season they're one. Exes. So it's a little awkward for that reason. Um, one of the exes brought quote, three of her friends. Okay. Why? All th- <laughs> okay. Three of her friends. Cause man, it's just, it's the, it's the, this is the new era of Jersey shore. And I say that because the three friends are dudes from long Island and New Jersey. This is basically Jersey Shore, the next generation. That's what this is. It is oh. not a dating show. It is New Jersey Shore with Vinny and Pauly D as like sh- old chaperones helping to them along the way. To show the kids how to act. Yes. All of them are going to have jobs like the old school real world seasons where they're working at the hotel. Um, there's not another situation here. Okay. I don't want you to think that. But they're good enough. There is a guy with a nickname that rivals that of the situation. What is it? Which I might add, as you and I both know, is the funniest thing. We've coined it the the best nickname of all time. Not even close. Not even close. This short, chubby kid named Antonio, his nickname is, he said... They call me Pool Party Poppy. <laughs> the, guy, the, guy just, the guy just loves pool parties so much. He goes, he goes, they call me Pool Party Poppy. He is just like, can you imagine the guy walking by like, oh, man, that's Pool Party Poppy. The guy loves pool parties. <laughs> he, he rules pool parties. Oh, His that's nickname a good is nickname. Pool Party Poppy. You know, I got to get it going at the pool party. <laughs> Pool party poppy. So ridiculous. <laughs> the boy, he's just, he, he thrives in pool party settings. <laughs> pool party poppy. Um, That's where anyway. he is at his best, is at a pool yeah. party. He's just, every day wakes up and he's like, I hope we go to the pool today. <laughs> um, anyway, the guys, most of the girls in their early 20s, and Vinny and Pauly D are, you know, older than we are. So it's just... They're chaperones for these kids just whiling out in Vegas. There's two other guys not named Pool Party Poppy that are also, <laughs> you know, fit right in. I don't know if it's a great show. It's just 
I think it's Jersey Shore the Next Generation. It's not a dating show. I'm sold. Yeah. I'll check it out. It. I'll check it's it out. It's just Jersey Shore. It's it's better than Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I'll check it out. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about, AB? Uh, I had a headline. Headline of the week. This is from Cosmo, my go-to headline of the week. Uh, headline is, wait, excuse me? Are Colton Underwood and Madison Pruitt dating? Question mark, exclamation no, point, question on. mark, exclamation point? That's, That's for Cosmo.com. Things at the end. A lot of people. Did you read it? Yeah, a lot of people. It's bullshit. It's it's a guy. Okay. It's a <laughs> it's it's a clickbait, but it might also not be. People are basically people online are taking notice. Are they being? Are of they each other? Them? Are they shipping them? They are shipping them, but also they're taking notice of. They seem to be commenting a lot on each other's Instagram posts. Mm. Um, there's there's something. When there's smoke, there's fire rim in terms of Instagram comments. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> so I think there's something there. So they're dating. That's that's what the kids it's would un- describe as people they're dating. People think they're dating, but it's not been confirmed by anyone reliable yet. This is People think that based exclusively on Instagram comments. There's you know, nothing else to go off of. Here's the problem with a lot of... You want me to get out my soapbox here. What happens these days is a couple people say something on the internet... And then a publication looking yeah, for runs with clicks it. makes a whole article of just embedded that's what tweets it is. Yeah. about people talking about something that isn't a, a fact. That's what Cosmo and that's did a whole, Yeah, It's a whole cottage industry, folks. That being said, we promote that cottage industry every week on this show with AB's Bachelor Headline of the Week. That's, so, that's spicy. Yeah. I'm excited. I ship them. It's a good match. <laughs> I agree. Anyway. Uh, that's all we got. Friendly reminder, the best way to help out the growth of this show is to tell a friend. It's not It's not refer a friend month. No. It's a... Uh, we would never do that. Here's what month it is, Rim. No, we wouldn't... We would never just throw a refer a friend month out there. There's a specific month. Please. And yeah. that'll be coming up during... Uh, the next big next, season. <laughs> next big season, of course. <laughs> yeah. This is... Rim is watching all these seasons for us, folks. This is not me talking. This I'm is not, me. This is not my pitch. This is this is AB talking to you, friend to friend. Not you, Rim. Listener. This is the yeah. listener, yeah. my yeah. friends, I'm, the listeners. I'm out on this Rim, combo. I get it. <laughs> Rim is doing all this work for us, watching hours and hours, 20 hours a week, I'd say, is watching they for us. They didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for it. But they're- yeah. uh, Sucks. They're gaining the <laughs> the benefits from it. With If you didn't watch these shows, these episodes would suck. The fact that you have I this think they suck anyway. I would argue that these episodes stink <laughs> anyway. And I we need I'm looking forward. I hope they cut the goat episodes short so we don't have to keep <laughs> doing these. But go ahead, continue. All Rim's asking is for Not some me. subscriptions. Maybe tell a couple friends, family members, follow on Instagram. It's three simple things. <laughs> Write a review, four simple things. <laughs> okay? It's not that um, yeah. It would take you one-tenth of just one of the episodes Rim's watching for us to do uh, all those know, four things, Rim. That's all. Truth be told, truth be told, I think I might not watch the seasons anymore. It's not, the the benefit is not there. <laughs> think, think about the whole season I watched. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get all this context. There's barely any. What revelations did I have this episode? This episode, not as much. Last episode had to be done. Invaluable. Invaluable. (laughs) Invaluable for Caitlin's seat. Had to be done. Rim's already out here saying he's not going to watch the episodes. Throw the guy. Can you imagine? Throw him a bone here. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, folks. All right. Talk to you later. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.